1: Welcome to Just Mindy My Business Radio, where we are moving at the speed of God, learning what we didn't know we didn't know. I'm your host, Ida Crawford.
2: And I'm your co-host, Ruth Haskins.
1: So grab a pen and paper and get ready for information that you can use.
2: Welcome to Just Minding My Business Media, LLC. Faith sees the invisible, believes the unbelievable, and sees the impossible. Corey Tenbloom. Today, we welcome authors from the anthology, Unshakable Faith, to be released June 23rd, 2022. This book is the work of women who have overcome many difficulties that challenged their faith, but their faith was unshakable. The purpose of this anthology is to help you to redirect your emotions, redefine who God says you are, and provide a space in which you can renew yourself. Each chapter ends with three questions for you, the reader, to answer that will empower you to move up to your next level. We welcome Giselle Taylor Daniels. Deacon Daniels is the wife of Jermaine Daniels, a mother of two and grandmother of two. She is a clinical office manager with the Family Medical Counseling Service Incorporated, pediatrics department. Giselle is a best-selling author and an international author. She is a contributing author and visionary author, Reverend Alison G. Daniels' anthology, Empower to Win, third edition. Giselle is genuinely enthusiastic about helping individuals achieve ultimate healthcare. She is committed to the promotion of preventive pediatric care in addition to the promotion of physical, mental, and the social well-being of children with the aim of attaining optimal health. Welcome, Giselle Taylor-Daniels.
1: Yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome.
3: Hello. Hello, ladies. Hi. How are you? I am great. I am great. And thanks for having me.
1: Absolutely. It's a blessing to have all of you so tell us about the work that you do oh well I like to start
3: off by saying my name is Giselle Taylor Daniels and my chapter is entitled rejection is redirection Mm. yes yes Um, my chapter speaks a little about um, overcoming the emotional pain of rejection Um, I also speak about being able to stand firm and um, your unshakable faith and operate in unfaith, I'm sorry, in unshakable faith um, when you have um, experienced um, rejection. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. May we ask what the source of that rejection is?
3: Mm-hmm. I'll give mm-hmm. you a little. So um, I'm sharing a little bit uh, about myself. Um, actually this chapter um, really is about myself and my rejection. <laughs> And it has been um, therapy for me. So I figured, let me just share, um, but also become healed um, as well.
1: Absolutely. And that's an important thing because rejection is also one of those mental. Mm-hmm. We have so much mental stuff going on. And it's just so unreal. <laughs> yes,
3: absolutely. I agree. Is, and it's.
1: it's- it's just one of those kind of, and it's, it's a fear for everybody, but mm-hmm. more for others, more so for others. Some people like, I don't, I don't get a damn, you know, I'm, I can be hoot on you. Other people take it to the core.
0: Yes,
3: yes. Um, it definitely can shape your world. It can make or break you. It just depends on who you are. Um, your support system um, and most time we lack that support system. Um, you know oftentimes individuals they first experience with rejection is from a family member. Yes. Um, you know later on in life, you know you find yourself isolating yourself from individuals and not really being able to be who you were created to be. So yes, it's important that um, you get that support system and um, prayer. Prayer will get you through. It definitely will get you through. You have to have faith and um, you have to believe, you know, that you will be healed and um, apply your scriptures to your lifestyle and you'll find peace, not only peace, but you'll be healed from what, you know, you thought was crucial to you. Um, Sometimes, you know, it turns out to be your protection. (laughs) So, well, yeah,
2: sometimes we have to reframe the events of our lives. You know, or help mm-hmm. our friends reframe the experiences because what looks like something really terrible could actually turn out to be something very beneficial. It could actually be the thing that makes you stronger so that when you come up against other experiences, you are somewhat prepared for them. Mm-hmm. You can handle them better. Absolutely. Um, but rejection is really, as Ida said, it's an, a mental health issue because it drives deep, and especially depending on who it's coming from. You know, sometimes we can take it from school friends. That's, you know, that's one thing. And it hurts, you know, not being included in the crowd or the, not being popular. But when it comes from within, inside the family, mm-hmm. it can be devastating. Yes, and absolutely. it will absolutely color everything that you do in the rest of your life, all of your relationships, mm-hmm. until that piece is healed. Or at least you find peace around it. And I like the fact that you said you take it to the scriptures, you know, mm-hmm. you, prayer and the scriptures, there's always healing there. Always. You know, and God is the God of all comfort. So we can find comfort and healing. So I'm eager to read your chapter because you're mm-hmm. not being very forthcoming about it. <laughs> and I have a feeling it's much
3: more impactful than you're letting on.
2: It definitely
3: uh, is. It definitely is. Um, I just want the readers to be empowered and understand that, um, you know, what we take as pain sometimes and it can shatter our lives sometimes and we think it's the worst thing and we'll never ever get over it or we'll never heal from it. I, I want the readers to be empowered to understand that through prayer, all things are possible and with God, all things are possible, you know, and to stand firm and your faith. More mm-hmm. importantly, and if you don't have faith and there's some unbelief, then help thy unbelief. Yes. Find your prayer partner and get with someone who will be able to um, guide you and lead you. Um, and not only that in agreement with you in your prayers. Mm-hmm. So definitely find you a good scripture, a great worship song, and um, it's okay to cry. You know, get in the shower, cry, pray in the shower and, and become healed.
1: Absolutely! So we can't wait to read your <laughs> because we know some goodies because she's <laughs> not giving them up. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes. And we're so glad that you were able to move through it. Mm-hmm. You know that this chapter is going to help others to move through it. Mm-hmm. Now, let me just ask you: Do you have any type of um, ministry surrounding that? That people can reach out to you about um absolutely
3: there are two um my i have two siblings who are on this platform as well and that's um Suzette hampton and sarita wow. um moody we have a ministry with us which is called tour tree of righteousness and um wow. Well, yeah, we pretty much stick together um, through thick and thin. And we try to encourage in every in every individual, not just women, but men as well. But mostly it's a women's ministry and we work well with women. We work together with the homeless. We go out and we try to encourage our communities in every aspect that we um, are able to do so. Um, you know, we always joke and say, When our time comes, we want our Father, Heavenly Father, to say, well done. So we do exactly what we're supposed to be doing, and we do what was done for us, because each of us, um, we've had someone there to help us through some of the hardship and some of the hurt and the pain that we, too, have been through as women.
1: Yeah. And again, how can people get involved with that ministry?
3: So... They can reach me uh, through Facebook, which is Giselle Daniels at fa- on Facebook. And with Instagram, I can be reached at gg.taylordaniels on Instagram.
1: Okay. Okay. Yes, because I see this definitely being a movement.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Because so many people are going through so many different things. Yes. Uh, yes. Even those that you would think have it all.
3: Oh
1: through
3: it too. Yeah. Yeah. Even the strong Even right the now during these during the you know these seasons of COVID. Um I have seen some of the stronger women who I have looked up to um look to me now. <laughs> yeah.
2: And I'm glad that I'm
3: able to be able to help them, you know, through prayer or whatever it is. You know, to be that they may need at that time. But um, I work in the health field, and I work with children, and I've never seen um, as many children and families broken from just life yeah. from one from a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, chaos has happened and it has come into their lives and shaken their lives up. And mental health is such a huge need, but also. Um, the resources we lack in that. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: And so you find yourself putting them on and strapping up in departments. You've never done so just to help because you, Mm -hmm. it hurts to see, it hurts to witness. And so you, you use all your resources Mm -hmm. to try to bring these families some peace, Mm -hmm. you know, at night, even if it's, you know, a bag of food or groceries or whatever, or you coming out of your own pocket to see fit that they are okay, you know, to the next day or until you can get them to a, a program of some sort. So it, it, it has been very detrimental within the last three years.
1: Yes. And it, it has been. Yeah. Yes, it has. And it doesn't I, seem like it's getting any better.
3: It seems like
2: it is getting, the trauma of the pandemic has just changed. The p- trauma of the pandemic hasn't been healed and mm-hmm. we're going into another phase. And one of the things that I find very uh, much to be true is that many people, everyone, has been changed by this Absolutely. pandemic at some level. If you have not, I don't know where you were during the course of these last few years. I agree. I will and agree. Like, what I'm finding is very difficult is that many
3: people will not admit to the fact that they have mm-hmm. changed. You know, I'm an intercessor prayer as well, and. You know, you're driving to work, and there's no radio for me. That's prayer time. You know, not just for me and my family, but for just the cares of the world itself. You know, I can, you know, see a child walking to school, and you see the face. You know, the look doesn't look too pleasant. You know, you know, Holy Spirit, you know, lift this child up. You know, and camp your angels around him. It is devastating because you know when you once you've been exposed to what trauma looks like. Um, you pretty much can pick up yes. that everything isn't as well as it should be. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it just makes you a little more um, aware, yeah. but also conscious of, of how you encounter with individuals, you know, don't be so quick to judge and, and, um, Don't be so quick to respond when they respond in ways that aren't pleasant, you know, try to understand where they're coming from, because that could very well be us tomorrow. I always tell individuals, I work for a nonprofit agency and I tell people, and we say it at my job all the time, we're two paychecks from being a client or a patient. Mm -hmm. It could change just that quick. Yes. Oh, absolutely.
1: Yes. (laughs) absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely we, right and in the to yeah. today's world you know the gas is going up every uh, hour you know form no formula on the shelf stuff that we've never seen Never, yeah never, never seen. <laughs> i mean it's just the pandemic and now we are in this yes a whole yes. nother thing everything going up around us like daily
2: yeah
1: the same money we like
2: to figure out how to eat Mm-hmm. You can't eat the way you used to eat. I mean, there's some people mm-hmm. who still have money and they do what they want to, but most of us are trying to. I know. I think almost every day about my mother, and my mother was raised during the depression,
3: oh, and
1: wow. so she
2: raised mm-hmm. us. She raised us with knowledge of the depression, how to get by. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. my grandmother and my aunts, they all had that same depression thing. When times are tough, this is what you do. Yeah. But a lot yeah. of people can't do that. So I'm very grateful. I'm grateful. But w- so many of us, we do have to learn how to live differently in some ways. Mm-hmm. You know, the things that we're used mm-hmm. to do, hopping into our cars and going wherever we wanted to go, even grocery shopping. You have to think about how much gas it's going to take to get from point A to point B because you need that ga- tank of gas to get you these other places.
3: Absolutely. You know,
2: and now for in my area, gas. Is over four dollars. Um, what is that other one? Diesel is like five dollars and something. Wow. It's it's crazy. It's That's just crazy. So awesome. You don't know how people are making it.
1: So we went yeah. from the pandemic to this. Yeah. Yes,
2: it's the another. F- it seems like pandemic. another lockdown because yeah. you can't go anyplace.
1: Right. Exactly. You really got to think. Should I go mm-hmm. on vacation to? Wherever the she <laughs> or what? That's yes. right. Can, can yes. I
2: afford to drive two or three hours? Yeah. Because you, know, you don't want to take an airplane because that's expensive. Oh, you. So no, you no, think no, no, you no. used to say, okay, I can drive somewhere. But now it's like, can I really? That's almost going to be the same price as an airplane ticket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's, the lesson it's, it's
3: in this like, is to take nothing and no one for granted.
2: <laughs> yes. we <laughs> yeah, doing these seasons. Yeah. This is when it's taking unshakable faith
1: yeah absolutely
2: yeah faith if you don't have faith you are not going to make it there's not- no way you can make it yeah. because you can't depend on not anything at all. man is doing there's yeah. nothing that man can do at this point yeah. this is all in the hands of god mm-hmm. and you need to have you must we must have unshakable faith yeah so, you know um <laughs> and part of that is healing so Anyway, I'll be quiet. I keep saying, I'm I'm, talking.
3: (laughs) I just keep talking.
1: Well, thank you so much, my dear. No,
3: thank you. And thanks for having me. It was was a pleasure.
1: pleasure. Yes,
2: love you, Giselle. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. We welcome Vanessa Spence, who is an author, speaker, training consultant, and budget coach with over 20 years of experience. She is an active member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated and the network, BICP. In her spare time, she enjoys traveling with her two daughters, Michaela and Jordan. Welcome,
4: Vanessa. Hi, welcome. Thank you so much for welcoming me. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Unshakable faith.
1: What does that mean to you?
4: Unshakable faith means to me a faith that is unwavering, a faith that through trials and tribulations still stands firm on what they believe.
1: Okay. Yes, absolutely. And tell us a little bit about what you do uh, in the world.
4: Okay. So I am a consultant um, where I work in training and development. I also work for at and um, I also am a budget coach um, where I do that at my church, where I work with families to ensure they walk in financial freedom. And um, I also do, um, as I said, consultant work on the side um, to help companies, small business companies uh, in their training and development of new hires, as well as continuation education.
1: Okay. Okay. And tell, give us a little snippet of what that looks like, that leadership training that you do.
4: So if you come in and you have a new product or you have continuation training and you hired some new individuals to start at your firm and you want to ensure they are onboarded correctly, um, whether that's um, diversity inclusion, whether that's um, since COVID working virtually you would contact my company and I would be able to help you take what would be a instructor-led training or just an idea that you may have and put that in the most efficient training needs um, or training solution possible.
1: I like that. A lot of companies need that today. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, I work in IT, so I do the on-book for the IT portion of it. But I don't think a lot of companies have that, onboarding where they bring people in to understand the culture to understand yes. the mission mm-hmm. of the company which I think is very important because when people are connected to your mission and your mm-hmm. purpose they feel a little bit different about
4: your company I totally agree It's definitely important in any company that you're working with to ensure that you understand their values and their mission and really understand how they want to do business. So for me, it's coming in and having a meeting and understanding what what are you trying to get across to the end user or the client Um, in my um, in my in the company that I work for AT&T. My client is internal. So it's very important, even in in an internal uh, situation to understand what the client is trying to get across to the end user and making sure that we uh, meet those needs.
1: Mm-hmm. That's definitely important. And now with, t- what, did, what did they say? Over 4 million vacancies?
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: Wow. yeah. That's what yeah. they said on the news today, 4 million vacancies.
4: It's amazing, yes, that's it's so true.
1: amazing. I, I'm, <laughs> what happened?
4: Working it is definitely, that, that's a, It's amazing, it's a great time for people that are looking for employment. It, we, you know, we, I've heard it called the great resignation. A lot of people are realizing that um, in COVID that their needs have changed, You know uh, whether it's wanting and the need to work from home, the, the work-life balance, um, then what your priorities have changed since we've been through COVID and realizing what's more important than just the money is having your, the sanity, to, to, is having a sense of purpose. Yeah. And I feel like COVID has really allowed people to realize chasing the dollar bill is just not the most important thing. And having um, a lifestyle that is purposeful and one that is meaningful, I feel people are more looking for that at this time and realizing there's much more to life than what than a paycheck. So. Yeah. I've
1: heard people working in corporate have left mm-hmm. corporate and went into farming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 365. <laughs> like, right.
4: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. They've
2: had enough. They had enough. Yep.
1: They Realize yeah. that. Which sounds like purpose, right? There. Yes.
2: Yeah. yeah. And there's, they're struggling. They're having their struggles too, but at least they feel that they have some control over it. You know, yeah. there's something that you can do if you're a farmer. You know, and they're not trying to become, you know, a conglomerate or anything. They just want their own private little farm where they can grow their food and build their homes and raise their children. It's just (laughs) very simple. It's like we've we've just turned, like you said, 365 degrees. We're like going back to where America used to be before the double industrial revolution happened, Mm -hmm. you know, where people were very home-based instead of you know, running to the city for a job. It, it's just really different. And I think it's very healthy. You know, I, I, it's, it's gonna be difficult for a lot of large companies, but then they're gonna to have to change their culture
1: too. Absolutely.
2: They have to and look at the things nice, way absolutely. that they look at their employees.
1: Yep. the companies to understand that the marketplace is different now. Mm-hmm. It's not that good old buddy boy corporate behavior anymore.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Scramble up the ladder or claw your way up the ladder. Right, you know, right. nobody's nobody's interested in clawing their way up the ladder anymore.
4: I think you know. Also, just to add, I feel that not only everything you just mentioned, but I think people are also realizing that once you get to whatever level that you've created in your mind, right, as the top, you realize you get there. And if you don't have your health, if you don't have your sanity, if you don't have your right mind, those are things that doesn't matter how much money you have, it still is irreplaceable. So when you realize that, okay, I can have all the money in the world and still feel lonely. I can have all the money in the world and have cancer or some other disease that we cannot cure. You realize, you know what, I, or, or your kids uh, have grown up and you've missed those missed opportunities of building and um, pouring into their life because now they're grown and out the house. Those are times you'll never get back, and I think COVID just gave us an opportunity to really understand what is valuable. And some of the money just isn't it. It's more to life than that. So for me, um, it makes you look at hard look at yourself and what you've been chasing, but also look at that um, God put us here for a purpose and wanted to walk into that purpose that He put us here for, and make sure that when I do leave this earth, my purpose has been fulfilled. So I just I feel like that. for me, is is um, it was a it was a a uh, a chance to change the direction I was going and realize there's so much more that I need to accomplish that does not happen from eight to five while I'm at a t n t or or any business for that matter so
1: absolutely absolutely i know i'm I'm just grateful that you know during the pandemic we launched a television channel we did all uh-huh. of that stuff you know I was okay. five, nine to five but i had i, I have this this is my
3: life. <laughs> this
4: is my, wonderful i love
1: this it this is my life i enjoy. Right. um i enjoy being able to to collaborate with people like mm-hmm. me and learn and i mean this is just heaven to me <laughs>
4: I, love it. I love it this is wonderful
1: heaven so your chapter what can people mm-hmm. expect and what's the name of it
4: unshakable faith. Um, my chapter is going to make you feel it's going to make, it's going to take you through a trying time in my life where my faith was tested, where I had an opportunity to, I was angry at God and, um, through life and and life's Mm -hmm. challenges. Um, it made me look at everything. I was raised in the church. Let me say that I was raised in the church And that's all I've ever known. And sometimes you can think you have all the answers and oh yeah, I believe in God and my faith is so strong. But sometimes you don't know how strong your faith is until it's challenged. Mm -hmm. And when something that is so means so much to you is taken away from you and it makes you question everything you've ever been taught and have to stand in your own light, in your own beliefs and really um, figure out all those scriptures you learned in, in, in vacation Bible school and your mama taught you and all those things being challenged, where do you end up? So for me, my, for my, for me and my chapter, it really would have, I feel like it will give people that have ever been, um, have ever questioned God, been angry at God. And you come out on the other side and realize, although it might not have ended the way you thought it should have ended at the end of the day, God had a greater plan, and it might not have been your plan, but his plan is perfect. And my faith now is one in which it has been shaken, it has been stirred, but I know who I am in Christ Jesus. And it's nothing that can happen to me that I don't, that I, that will make me question I have a greater purpose here. So um, I hope it will be inspirational. I know it will be inspirational. And I look forward to uh, hearing what readers think about uh, my journey and my testimony. And God taking me from darkness to light.
2: Okay. Oh, I really liked the fact that you were so honest and transparent and said that you were <laughs> angry with God. Yes. <laughs> so many people are, and then they just stop there. They never go any further. They never, yes. they never let God work with them and help them yes. to get through that angry anger because, you know, things happen in life. And unfortunately we always blame God, but we always forget that, you know, we were there, <laughs> we were
1: there. <laughs> right, right, right. We were there, right. but we
2: blame, like to blame God. But you know that's that's a wonderful, wonderful something to look forward to. I look forward to reading your chapter because all of us, if you've lived long enough and if you had any faith in God, yes, when something goes wrong, you do get angry with God. Right, at least you do at one point in your life until you realize something different. You really begin to understand God. So thank you for that. I'm looking forward to hearing you. Yes,
1: absolutely. Thank
4: you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you for tuning in to Just Minding My Business Radio. I'm your host, Ida Crawford.
2: And I'm your co-host, Ruth Haskins.
1: We hope you enjoyed the show and appreciate you stopping by. Many blessings to you and yours. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? huh. in my dentist's office.